Hey, good afternoon, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I've got two of our top fans in here that have been with us before, and tonight is the Giants podcast. So I brought Sam in to tell us some stories, and I brought Marty in to, to tell some stories and answer some questions for us. So, fellas, let's talk some Giants baseball. Well, you know you could always call me on any given Sunday. And I am always here to talk Giants baseball. So same twenty four seven. If anything for Giants twenty four seven, that's me. There you go. There you go. We won't talk about you guys in the standings just yet, but we'll get to that here in a second. So Sam, I'm going to lead off with a question for you. What do you think of the Giants right now? Their current outlook. Now, folks, we're filming this on the twenty second. It'll launch on Friday. So the whole week of baseball hasn't happened yet. But Sam, tell me what you think. So. I'm not going to lie. If our top fan family heard me on the last podcast for how I thought the Giants were looking, I gave them a miserable, miserable grade. A miserable grade. But what I have to say is, is that over the last couple of weeks, they have increasingly started to look more like a baseball team that I can stand to watch now and not want to cry by the third inning. They, they have their ups. They have their downs. They're looking more – no, in all honesty, they're looking more like a regular baseball team again. They're having they're having fluke issues, you know, you know, one game, one game losses, maybe a two-game stint. But they're not going on these five, six-game streak, streaks again. You know, that that's what was killing them. They had no solid, consistent run. Like, I take these – Two to three game wins with maybe a game loss, maybe a game, maybe a two game loss. Going, and then I take those as wins. I take them as wins. I will take these types of games all day, all day by them. Love it. Love it. And I and I agree with you. They've kind of been bouncing back and forth. Everybody's been hit this year hard with the injury bug. There's been a lot of of quality talent that's missed a lot of games. Giants. Everybody, Giants, Phillies, Dodgers, Braves, like you name it, White oh, Sox. Yeah. And so I love your analysis. Marty, same question to you. How did the Giants look to you? Mm, it's like they're like very streaky. Like one week they have like a great little win streak. Then the other day they have like a little terrible losing streak. But I think it's just the injury bug. And plus they kind of got to play more consistent. But the, they are hitting. I mean, it's just like they have like stretches where they don't want to hit. And the pitching does well, but they just don't hit. Or it's like they hit, but then the pitching blows it. So it's like you got to find it where it it can back off to each other, like bounce and, off each other. And Marty, I I get what I I you know I get what you're saying, and I can agree with you to some extent. But think about it: a month ago, just one month ago, these guys could not get on any type of win streak. Anything. It no. was like it was it was a lose streak. We didn't, I didn't even call it when, like, normally it's funny because if you look historically, the Giants tank in June and they pull it back up in July. Historically, that's just how they always have done it. And then, like, last year, we all know the, it's the freak anomaly. The Giants aren't going to, you know, it's never going to. Look, we had it. We enjoyed it. We're in June. We, we will always enjoy that. It will be always great. But, this year, it's been like consistent loss bumps. It's just been consistent loss streaks. So I'll take three, four games in a row and then maybe have a two or a three game lose streak because that's what normal teams in baseball have been doing. Normal teams above the 500 mark 
have been having that type of a streak. And I would take these types of games to get us back to a to normal Giants baseball, in my opinion, than I would having a 12-15 game win streak and then, you know, losing nine games. Like, look at the Yankees. Yeah. Look at the Yankees. Hottest team in baseball, like, do the first three and a half, four months of the season. And the last two weeks, it's literally every Yankee fan. And Bill, I talk to you about this all the time about Yankees. Yankee fans. Sorry, Yankee top fans. I'm really sorry. But you lose a couple of games and the freaking season, it's over. No, you're, you know, you're, you're I would rather take these short streaks with a break in between to reset then have these long streaks with a game win here and then two game wins there and then another 10-game losing streak. That's just me. Also, let me add, no disrespect to all the top fans who are fans of the team uh, in Orange County, uh, the Angels, they – they had start off great, and then they just went on like that, what, 16 or 15 game losing streak, and they've never been the same since. Well, the, and that's the other thing. And I talked about that, and, you know, we, it was the funny thing that I remember talking about the other day at the preseason podcast we did, because I was all about the Angels. I was all over the Angels preseason. I was like, this is going to be the team that's going to come out and shock everyone. My trout's going to come back on fire. Otani's going to be nuts. Joe Adele is going to be crushing it. You know, complete and utter misery. Just complete and utter misery. So, it, it, you know, it makes, and obviously I know what's coming up, but in the next topic, but it makes sense as to why the Angels might be looking to package an Otani Trout trade. If they can package an Otani Trout trade and make a boatload of draft make get a boatload of draft picks and a boatload of young prospects they will make out so good it's either that or they have to sign otani to a a a trout size deal yeah yeah speaking of trade deadlines sam you 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 put us right there where we needed to be so marty there you go i love it marty um here here we go here's a topic for you um Trade deadline, thumbs up or thumbs down for the Giants? Um, I thought it was a good deadline. I thought they could have added at least a, one more relief. I thought they could at least add a reliever, but since they got Ken Giles off a minor league deal, I'll be okay with that. And then plus they got a J.D. Davis, who's been a great pickup for them. Yeah. But we had to say goodbye to some guys like Casali. We had to say goodbye to, which is a little sad. And all in all, I thought they did some good trades. But, and then also Darren Rupp, we had to say goodbye. So even though we lost the two guys, we got some good pieces like J.D. Davis, who could be a good uh, bench bat. Yep. What do you think, Sam? So I'm, I'm, I'm not going thumbs up. I'm not going thumbs down. I'm going middle of the road. Because while I do think they made some good – no, honestly, because while I do think they made some good, smart – maneuvers picking up jd davis unfortunately losing rough and casali i mean i would say more unfortunate losing casali than darren only because darren was a decent first baseman and as a designated hitter he really wasn't that good i would have much rather 
kept Luis Gonzalez up from the, since the start of the season, put Jock Peterson in as the reg, regular DH, and put and honestly, I would have gotten Darren Ruff before the season even started. That's just my opinion. He had a great last year, but it's what have you done for me lately? Not what did you do for me before? I love um, it. I love it. So, but where I think they could have really improved is that I still think there were some contracts that I think they should have tried to push harder on trading away. Like Evan Longoria, he's at the end of his contract. You know, trade him, drop him and pull up a couple of, try to trade him for a couple of young guys. Now, yeah, he's been hitting decent. He had the grand slam Sunday because we're dropping this on Friday. Um, but he he hasn't really been there this year. He hasn't. How many games total has he played? If I if I think correctly, it I don't think it's more than fifty. If someone wants to fact check me on this, I'd be very curious. I we'll have Jackson it. fact check fact check you on that yeah, and then and call you out on it. Jackson the fact check on Thursday. Sixty Thursday. games. There you 60, go. Sixty games. He's played less than half a season. He's going to finish. I don't think he, I feel he's going to finish playing. And I'm not saying like play. I'm, when I'm talking about playing, I mean like being in the game for like what your job is, which is to be a third baseman or at least be a designated hitter for that game. I'm not saying like being at the game and just sitting on the bench. If I want to find a guy that can be on the game and sit on the bench, I'll go take the, I'll go take the foul ball guy and put him on the bench. I don't need Evan Longoria, who we're paying $12 million a year, to sit on the bench. I need him to play in the field. That's why we're paying him. I well, don't Sam, he said that he might retire. He said he might retire, or the Giants said they would buy him out after the season. Then, then that's fine. But if they're, but I would have rather them, you know, if they, if they wanted to do that, then the Giants should have bought him out right away, drop a seat, and try to trade for someone or pull someone up. Give give Helio Romos an opportunity to play and buy out Evan Longoria's contract and say retire now. I, I, I think would be the, okay with that. I would be okay with Evan Longoria saying I'll retire now and I'll come and be a coach. I'll come and be on the I'll I'll, sit, I'll come and be on the bench and be a bench coach. I, I think the Kung Fu Panda is is uh, still free agent, right? You can drop Eva Longoria He's in Mexico. Kung Fu Panda. I will bring Kung Fu Panda back. Kung Fu Panda will play any freaking position I put him in. I'll put he I could put him in the squat. I could put him on the mound. I could put him at first, second, third, short, anywhere. Catcher. I don't care. I'll put it. Panda is an energy in that ball club. There, Evan Longoria is a veteran presence, but he's not the veteran presence we need right now. The veteran presence is the veteran presence that we have that's what we need is like a Brandon Crawford, like a Brandon Belt. Guys that have been with the team and are actively playing. Evan Longoria is not actively playing. I think they should have to either try to trade him away, get some young prospects from some of these other teams, try to get some Yankee prospects, try to get, you know, maybe some Philly prospects. Um, Seattle's got some great prospects, um, you know. But but again, and, and the other thing they tried to do with Carlos Rendon and Jock Peterson. But no one would bite on them. If they had gone, honestly, I would have been extremely upset if they got rid of Jack Peterson. Carlos Rendon, I'm still on the fence. But but that's my opinion. I'm I'm a middle of the road because I think they made a couple of good decisions, but I still think there were a couple of contracts they could have done. 
Okay, so I'm going to stick with you here. Um, I, I love how you said not thumbs up, thumbs down, kind of middle of the road. I kind of felt like I was listening to to like the mayor say, I love offense, I love defense, but the best parts are cheerleaders. Like <laughs> it was like no answer. <laughs> it was awesome. I love that. So, all right. I so I, no. I, don't, I don't like the, I don't like the home team. I don't like the away team. I watch it for the commercials. There you go. All right. So I'm uh, I'm just looking up some stuff that I'm going to ask you guys about here. But wild card, Sam, you guys are what? Uh, five and a half out of the wild card right now. You got 40, I think, two left to play. Um, you and know, the the three teams that are in the wild card. So Atlanta's kind of running away with it. Yeah. So you got I, I'm Philly. Not, Atlanta, we got no child. You got Philly. You got San Diego. You got Milwaukee in front of you. Talk to me about that. So... Do you want my honest opinion of you? Yeah, yeah. No, lie to me. I would never lie to you, Bill. No. My yeah. honest opinion is if they make it, great. If they make it, fantastic. But in all honesty, at this point, I'm just looking for them to end 10, you know, 15 games above 500. I'd like to I'd like to see them be 15 games above 500 by the end of the season. I, you know, have a good, you know, I look, if they can be at night, if they can be at 92 and I don't know, whatever. 9270. Yeah, if they can be at 9270. I'll be happy. I'll be happy with that. You know, at this point, you know, I, I just want them to end it on a good note so they can go into the offseason with positive, positive feelings. And if they make the postseason, if they make the wild card, Giants fans, I love you, but I think we can all attest. I don't think they'll make it out of the first round this year. I want to have giant love and I want to have giant pray faith, but this is a tough, tough, gonna be a tough postseason. The, every team that's in this postseason, as of right now, except the Padres, who I think are the only other beatable team right now, is gonna be hard. It, there's no question. Every team that's in this postseason, AL and NL, could easily make a make a reason to be in the World Series. There you go. Marty, what do you think? Honestly, I do agree with Sam. I mean, if they make it, then it's – I mean, that's great. But at this point, I honestly think they should just wait until next year to see what next year has because they got a, got a lot of good prospects like Kyle Harrison is a great prospect. Aaron Judge, and then welcome back to the Bronx, Aaron Judge. Welcome back to the Bronx. Look, no, no, welcome home to the Bay. That's what they'll be chanting. Welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. When I get out there, I I got a burger that says that he doesn't go to the Giants. I mean, I'm really hoping he comes to the Giants. Bill, we, Bill, Bill. I'm just saying, I would love it. It would be fun. The amount of times we have this come up, I think it comes up at least once in every conversation we have. (laughs) So, so here's what I think is interesting, boys. You guys are kind of saying, hey, if we make it, great. So both of you agree that October, when you make it, it's a brand new gig, right? It's a brand new gig. Everybody starts at zero. Doesn't matter how hot you get. Now, who did I say was right in front of you? Milwaukee. Where's Milwaukee for the next three games? 
They're playing the hottest team in baseball right now. They're playing the Dodgers. You guys are playing the Tigers for two, which you should get. The Twins for three, and then San Diego for three. Now, listen to your September, though. Three with Philly, three with L.A., two with Milwaukee, three with the Cubs, three with Atlanta, three with the Dodgers. Now, that all sounds tough. But to end your season, to end your season, four in Colorado, four in Arizona, three at home against Colorado, and then you finish off the season with three, I'm sorry, three at home with Arizona. You finish off the season with the Padres. I, is, so, I think that's a way, though, right? Is the Padres yeah, it's in San Diego. I was from the lockout. Yeah, exactly. And so so here's the thing, boys. Even though you're five and a half out, you get to play Milwaukee, who's in front of you. You have six more games with, with, um, with the Padres. And you have a ton of games against Arizona and Colorado and Detroit. You know, that's a gift. And and so yes, yes and no, because as we all know, we all know on any given day, Mm -hmm. it's anyone's day at the plate. Any given day, any given day. Look at what happened with the Rockies two of our last three games. True. You know, it's it's one of the reasons why baseball is so great because like you said at the once once the season is over you're right it is a brand new season and i'm i always say the hottest team is the one that's going to be the hardest to beat so yeah if the if the giants in the next the giants need to start tonight for the next they need to go on a 10-game win streak. They need to. They need to at least win eight of their next 10 games. If they win eight of their next 10 games, I will feel a lot more confident going into September or deep September than I do right now. Because at this moment in time, it's just having the comfort level of knowing in my heart that if they do good at the this end of the season, I'll be happy going into free agency, the postseason, where they're going to look for next year, things like that. If they don't win any of the next 10 games, that's that's just it. But if they do, this could be a different conversation. So, and, and see, Sam, this is where I would disagree with you just a tad. Like, I don't think you guys need to win eight out of the next 10 games. You know what I think you guys need to do? is I think you guys need to win the next five series. So you have two with Detroit. Take both of them. You have three with with the Twins. Take two out of three, right? Just keep winning those series and be consistently winning the series. Then you don't have the issues. So so when I say they need to win eight out of the next ten, I'm just saying to build that momentum to get to winning the next five series. Because think about it. If you win eight of the next ten, you've won the next two to three series. Yeah, if you yeah. eight out of the next ten, you've won the next three series. Right. But if you but if you don't have that momentum in this next team ten game series, the rest of September is just going to become hard. That that that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. You need to win the next five to six series without a shadow of a doubt. But if they can start these next ten games and win eight of eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. It will be, I think, easier to keep winning those series yeah. going. 
and setting that up to being the Giants that we saw in the month of April and the beginning of May before they started, you know, really getting hurt and, you know, hitting this street. I'd also, again, though, like to see them bring up maybe a younger talent for the next month and a half and just really give him a shot. Helio Ramos. Um, <laughs> so you had somebody in mind? Yeah. Not like he was top ahead. So last question. Uh, start with Marty. Uh, positives and negatives going into the last 42 games of the season. And and Sam and I kind of already touched on this a bit with the scheduling, but what else do you think, Marty? Well, honestly, I do like the Rodon, the Rodon and Webb combination. I do think they've been great. I know Webb's kind of been a little – he's not what he was last year, but they have been great. Joey Bart has been – ever since he got came back from AAA, he's been very impressive. He ha- he's showing signs of what he's supposed to be as the second overall pick. Um, I do think JD the JD Davis trade helped by getting him off the on the bench. Mm-hmm. And as long as like they can keep hitting, and as long as they can at least do well with the next couple of series ahead, then I feel good about their chances. So hopefully they can build up the momentum. Yeah, exactly, and and I. It, you know, again, October's a whole new set of things, but Marty, you bring up a good point. Remember what Arizona did when they won the World Series? They had Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. You had two solid pitchers. You just mentioned two solid pitchers there. So that's that's a very positive thing. And, I, and everybody on top fan rivalry knows that I'm a Dodger fan. But here's the thing. I think it's good for baseball when the the Yankees and, and Red Sox are battling to get in. I think it's good for baseball when the Dodgers and Giants are battling to get in. Right. And so I'm I'm actually kind of pushing, you know, hoping to see what you guys can do. Um, and if and if you can help us out by sweeping the Padres while we take another three games, we put them <laughs> like 20 games behind us so that we can just look at them in our rearview mirror and enjoy September. Right. <laughs> you know, so, that'd be great. Thanks, fellas. We appreciate it. So, so believe Sam. me, I would lo- believe me, I would love to pull out the broom. I would love to post the broom on my Instagram story of us sweeping the Padres. Like, and believe me, I will be the first one to do it. I, you know, I'll, the moment I'll have it, I'll have it teed up. So when the last pitch goes, I can just hit send. Just be like, yeah. yeah. Um, East Coast Love time, it. obviously. But, um, but Marty brought up a good point. You know, you, you know, Joey Bart came back, Joey Bart's come back and he has looked like a, like a completely new player. Like he just, he looks way more comfortable at the plate. He still has a strong defense. But, you know, he's come back and said, I'm ready. I've, uh, you know, I've worked on my errors. I've fixed what I've needed to fix. And I'm starting to look better. So, you know, and, you know, I, I forget that Joey Barr came back because he made me so mad for the last two and a half. And I couldn't really think about Joey Barr. I was like, you've just been a thorn in my side. And now when you have below a 200 batting average, and your chances of getting to a two set, 250, 275 and being solid for the end of the season are now slim to none. Now you figure out how to hit at the plate. Now you understand what now you understand when to swing the bat. Um but, but remember our good friend Yogi Berra, right? He said 90% of the game is half mental. Yes. Right. This kid comes up knowing that he's the heir apparent. And he just is walking in the clubhouse going, hey, how you guys doing? Glad you could see me. 
right? Didn't realize he actually had to produce on the field. Otherwise, they'd dump him down to AAA, which is exactly what he did. And he's like, hey, wait a second. I got to carry my own bags down in this league. I want to be back up there with these boys. What do I need to do to stay there? And he's shown since he's come back. I'm glad you guys both brought that up. Since he's come back, he looks really good. But he wants to stay. He doesn't want to get dropped again. And I think that's a that's a key factor in what we have talked about on lives and on other podcasts about these young players. Right. And needing to develop. develop, Yes, develop, but it's not even as much as being developing as it is as much as being taught how to be a professional. Mm -hmm. You're paid millions of dollars to be a professional athlete. You're not an athlete. Anyone can be an athlete. I could go outside and shoot a basketball right now in a hoop and say, I'm an athlete. I could go throw, you know, anyone could could call themselves an athlete. To be able to put the word professional in front of it, now there's there's something else you've got to be. You have to learn not only to, you have to respect the game. You have to respect the people that you're playing, that you're playing with. You have to respect you know, your management, your bosses, you, the, the fans, the guys that come out. Now, look, if the fans are instigating it, a thousand percent, these players have the right to drop the professional act and start yelling at players. And if you don't recall what I'm talking about, I'm talking back to when the Indians fans or the Yankee fans were throwing stuff at the Indians players in Yankee Stadium earlier this year. <laughs> you guys remember that? Yes, yeah, guy trying yeah. to climb the left field fence to get him. I'm yeah. like, don't do that. You're in the Bronx. Like, don't no, do that. No, no. Well, I mean, actually, yeah, no, it's the Bronx. Um, but but you have to be professional, and you're a thousand percent right. Joey left, and we dropped him down, and we said, he said, holy, yep. what do I got to do to get back to there? And not to take this off topic for the from the Giants, but. They should have done that to Fernando Tatis before he decided he wanted to put something on his body that he didn't know was illegal. And come on, Tatis. But but they brought him up, ah. they gave him the world, and he blew it in their face and said, Go yourself. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's, it's Side note, as a second, when I, I was watching that game when that Indians left fielder, and I'm like, dude, do that in Oakland where there's 4,200 people in the seats. Don't do that in the Bronx where there's 60,000 people because you're not your team buses that make it out okay. All right, I mean, do it in Oakland or Arizona or or Cincinnati where you can get away with Kansas, under 10,000 people. Kansas City. Yeah, uh... yeah it's like, but Milwaukee. anyways, you guys. I love this analysis of the Giants because you guys are right there. And again, it's good for baseball when teams that have produced over the years and are big market teams and San Francisco is a big market team. It's good for baseball when, when they're good. And so, you know, from a top fan rivalry perspective, I like seeing that. I like seeing the rivalry. I like seeing things happen. Now, um, you know, we're going to do our best to give you guys some help with the Brewers uh and you know possibly Please the do. Padres. Please but, do. but 
you know. We will, return, we will do our best to return the favor, Bill. Please we do. Will, yeah, I mean, we will, we'll, we'll go after San Diego. I, uh, I love, what, I love when the Giants play Los Angeles or San Diego. It's just a great, the battle of, the battle of California teams. Us three. Right, right all, now, all, right now we're all eight. five of them are great. It's a great, great camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. It's the, I mean, it's the largest state with the most baseball teams. It better have the most freaking baseball teams in it. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, boys, I appreciate you being on. I'm looking forward to this dropping. I'm looking for, forward to seeing what Top Fan Rivalry followers say. Um, just so that you know, Top Fan Rivalry uh, followers, go to Locals.com and make sure that you uh, sign up for a Locals.com account. Make sure that you follow Top Fan Rivalry. There's a method to that madness. There's going to be some exclusive content that's going to be back there that you're not going to see anywhere else. Um, and so make sure that you're able to do that. Uh, Sam and Marty are both already on there and following top fans. So that's great. But those of you that are listening to this, when you're not driving, go to locals.com, set yourself up an account, follow top fan rivalry, um, get this content. There's going to be a ton of stuff that's going to be dropped here real soon. Um, in addition to that being dropped, there's going to be a ton of stuff in the off season that as a baseball fan, as a baseball purist, you're going to want to see. So I, Marty, Thank you for being in the clubhouse tonight. Sam, thank you for being here. Let's do it again, fellas. Hopefully we're talking about October with you guys. Um, and we'll we'll do it again soon, okay? That was a plan. All right. Thanks, fellas. See ya. Bye.